Hey, y'all, and welcome to Pursue Excellence, the podcast. You are interested in gaining insight on how to expand your horizons while working towards personal growth and pursuing excellence? This is a podcast for you. Thank you for tuning in with me today, and please don't forget to subscribe and leave reviews. Now, let's get started with the episode. Hey, y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of STEM Talk Tuesday. I really hope you all are having a wonderful day and enjoying your time. Before we get started with the episode, I do have one announcement. If you have not already, do not forget to listen to the top five Working Woman Guest Speaker Series episodes. These episodes highlight some very, very awesome ladies that I got to interview who are working nine to fives while still living out their passions and dreams and changing the community. And so the series are episodes 28 through 32. So I'll say that again, episodes 28 through 32. So be sure to check those out and let me know what you think. That is all for the announcements, and we can just get right into the episode. So on today's episode, we will be focused on technology, and more specifically, phishing emails. And that is spelled P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, phishing. Um, Same pronunciation as phishing, like when you go out to a lake and fish, um, F-I-S-H. S-H-I-N-G. So same pronunciation, but different spelling. And this topic came to mind because honestly, with everything going on, my job's been sending out announcements and I've just been seeing a lot of announcements from different companies stating to be on high alert for those types of emails because of increased traffic on the internet. People may try to steal your data as well as the National Cybersecurity Center and the U.S. Department of Homeland Security issued a joint advisory because they witnessed an increasing number of malicious cyber actors that were exploiting the current COVID-19 pandemic for their own objectives. So after receiving these announcements and this joint advisory, I was like, okay, let me do a deep dive into phishing because I know people, at hackers, thieves, whatever you want to call them, they don't only steal your data from email. So I know there are different types of phishing. I'm interested in learning about them. Let's learn. So according to dictionary.com, the definition of phishing is trying to obtain financial or other confidential information from internet users, typically by sending an email that looks as if it is from a legitimate organization, usually a financial institution such as a bank, but contains a link to a fake website that replicates the real one. Phishing is also one of the most common ways that cyber bullies get your personal information. So it does not matter who you are, Phishing attacks all people, rich, poor, old, young, black, Asian, Hispanic, white. It does not matter. 
people don't care who you are. They are just out to get your information and use it to create accounts in your name, such as debit or credit cards and spend money that way or for any other fraudulent activity that may go on that, you know, of course, I don't do this activity, so I am not aware of it. But yeah, so <laughs> that is the definition of phishing. There are also multiple types of phishing. Phishing attacks can occur through email, which we discuss, through spam email, so be sure to check your spam as, spam as well, voice calls, internet networks, text messages, and standard mail. So I will highlight the type, some of the types of phishing we just discussed. Number one, phishing emails. So the goal is to trick the email recipient into believing that the message is something they want or need. So such as a request from their bank, for instance, a note from someone in their company, anything of that sort as well as instructions to click a link or download an attachment. So those are phishing emails. One way you can avoid them is to not click on them. I know as well my job has a report this email as spam or report this email as phishing. So if you do receive an email such as that, I would definitely report it as spam or report it as phishing. And that is the first type, phishing emails. Type number two is vishing, also known as voice phishing. And vishing, I'll put it in the show notes, but it is V-I-S-H-I-N-G. And that is when the thief contacts an individual over the telephone. So the thief will pose as an individual working for a legitimate organization like a government agency or a bank or any other financial institution, a payment services institution, or any other well-known company. And their goal is to get you to disclose your personal identifying information. The calls can also be pre-recorded messages also known as robocalls, urging you to contact a certain phone number stating that you either want a prize or an emergency occur that requires your immediate attention and all of your personal identifiable information and or credit or debit card numbers. And I say it that way because I know I receive these spam calls, so I know you all receive them too, where mine will be something like, hey, Taylor, your car is about to run out of insurance. Let me have like your first name, your address, and your telephone number so that we can look into your account and see how much you owe. So their first step is trying to get you to tell them that personal identifiable information, your name, your address, and your telephone number. So ways you can avoid this type of phishing is one, to simply not answer the phone. And then two, if you do answer, I just honestly say, who are you calling from? And who is this again? And then I'll ask, um, I'll just say, okay, well, let me call you back. I'm going to verify with the company. So you can just say it that way. Just say, hey, I'm going to call you back. Let me verify and make sure this is a real request. Or sometimes in the pre-recorded lines, once you're saying like, hi, what company is this? They can't really pick up that you're asking them a question because it's a robot. So you kind of automatically know it's a spam call. So for those, I just sort of hang up. 
Um, so those are a couple ways you can avoid vishing, also known as voice fishing. So that is number two, voice fishing, vishing. Number three is search engine fishing. And this type of phishing occurs when thieves create websites that contain offers that are too good to be true or other services and incentives. And so the website is actually legitimately, legitimately, excuse me, indexed into the search engine. So when you're searching in Yahoo or Google just normally, those products are what you see on that right-hand side sometimes. Um, so they come up, you know, legally through those search engine processes. So once us as the individual accesses that website, so once we click on the link, the, we're then given incentives and persuaded in such a way that we become a target in giving up our personal identifying information to be taken advantage of the offer being given. So an example of this would be, for example, let's say I'm on the internet and I am searching and buying a high-priced item, such as like a TV, let's just say that. And so I'm on Best Buy and I see Best Buy has a TV that I want for $500. But then I start to see pop-ups and ads or I see another website that has that same TV for a much lower price, so like $200. I'm definitely clicking on that TV for $200. We as humans are tempted to click on that item at a lower price and then purchase it at that lower price, not realizing that we are actually about to purchase from a fake website and that the schemer is just trying to obtain your personal and credit and debit card information. So be on the lookout for those types of phishing as well. One way you can avoid it is to honestly just shop at legitimate shops, legitimate stores, um, that you know are also on the internet. I know there are stores that are internet only or online only. I would just then call their headquarters and verify their website address or their URL before purchasing the item. So those are some ways you can avoid search engine phishing. And that is number three, search engine phishing. And number four is Smishing, <laughs> and that is S M I S H I N G, and this is when the thief sends spam text messages. So that's where the S M comes from. Um, SMS is a text message. So when the text message has a sense of urgency or basically a sense of urgency, an emergency leading you to believe that you'll lose money. You know, if you don't respond quickly, um, you can then disclose personal identifying information by clicking the link that appears in the text message. So that's just as simple as that. One way you can avoid smishing, and hopefully I'm saying that right, but it is do not call back the unknown number. Do not call back that unknown number that you received the text message from because that is also how these can get the information they need from you. So first, do not call. But what you can do is 
there should be an organization that the text message will claim to be a part of. I would look up that organization and call them and just say, hey, I received a text. Is this a real offer? Just to verify the offer. Also, I would just I mean, if it's something so random, don't just be so thirsty to click on stuff. Like if it, if you don't need it, you know, just don't click on it and don't pursue it. But I would companies do like to know when someone is sending out phishing emails, text messages and phone calls on their behalf. So I definitely definitely would report it to the company they're claiming to be. Um, so actually don't leave it. Um <laughs> Just make sure you report it as well. And so those are all, those are four of the phishing types that I wanted to highlight and go over. Again, that last one, number four, is schmissing. And there are two other additional types of phishing that I wanted to vary at a high level highlight, which is number one, malware based phishing. And that is when a certain type of malware is on your computer uh, attempting to obtain your personal data. So I'll put that in the show notes and you can learn more about malware-based phishing. And as well as number two, spear phishing. And that is when the thief will send out a phishing email to the entire company or the entire organization. So those are two additional types of phishing that I am aware of that I wanted to also make you all aware of, but not go fully into detail. So to wrap this all up, the different types of phishing are phishing emails, number one, phishing or voice phishing, which is number two, search engine phishing, number three, schmishing, and that's number four. Those are the four we went over, and the two we didn't discuss in detail are malware-based phishing and spear phishing. So I will list those in the show notes. Please also be reminded, which we did cover in the beginning, but I will say it again, Phishing alerts are from one, a legitimate company or business that you frequently do business with, with a specific want or need, and two, a prompt telling you to click a link or download the attachments. So look out for those two alerts when receiving different types of communications. And I hope you all will be more alert. You know, for these types of thieves or hackers that are out to get your information and steal your data, especially in a crucial time such as this, when everyone is mostly working remotely. And that's it, y'all. That's a wrap for today. I hope y'all learned a little something about phishing. You can contact me by email, right.taylor24 at gmail.com. That is W-R-I-G-H-T dot T-A-Y-L-E-R 24 at gmail.com and or my Instagram at Taylor Alexis W. That is T-A-Y-L-E-R-A-L-E-X-I-S-W. I will talk to y'all again next week. Peace, love, and blessings.